548. Morning, dear. Good morning. How late were you up last night? I don't remember. Eleven or so, I guess. Hmm. I woke up at one and you still weren't in bed. That's weird. I swear I went to bed at eleven. At least, that's where I woke up anyway. I think you've been working too hard. Between your job and that coffee table, I don't know how you get any sleep. Geez. Hope I didn't pass out in the garage. How about this? No more working in the garage past ten? Can't make any promises. You want another cup? Nah, I've had three already. How about breakfast? To tell you the truth, I'm not all that hungry. You still going to do laundry as promised? Way ahead of you, Mag. I've got one load drying and a second load is in the washer. Wow, someone's winning some big points today. I'm not always useless. Mm, I'm very aware. I'm going to start getting ready. Unless you need to shower. I think I'll hold off till after the lawn's mowed. <laughs> of course. Nice day! What? Nice day! Yeah! Great! Mom's looking nice this year, Jerry. Thanks. Still using Phonex? Like always. Well, this year it seems to be working. Hey, uh, even us amateurs get lucky once in a while. Ain't luck with me. It's Sodite. Use it for the last 15 years and never once has it let me down. Envy of the neighborhood, Bill. You should try it sometime. Maybe next year. Well, I should probably get back to work. <laughs> Doesn't stop till you drop, am I right? Couldn't have put it any better myself. Have a good hey, day. Hey, Jerry, you wouldn't want to play some golf, would you? I wanted to, but I've got a lot to do before Maggie gets home. Maybe tomorrow. Gonna rain tomorrow. You can place a bet on that. Let's hope not. Ah, uh, Jerry, you gotta stop worrying and learn to enjoy the times, my friend. Besides, we could be back before three. Plenty of time to do all the work before the boss gets home. I don't know. It's an empty golf course. It's a beautiful day. When else are we gonna have a chance like this, huh? You've got a pretty fair point. Now you're talking. Why don't you drop over around 11? All right, Bill. You got me. See you at 11. Ready to teach an old man a thing or two about a thing or two? <laughs> Not falling for that one, Bill. <laughs> Maybe you could just learn a little something here and there. Your choice. Hop in. Nice ride, Bill. Mm, gets me from here to there. Imagine it feels a lot safer than that little thing you drive. You know what they say, it's not the size of your Prius that counts. Just don't ask the wife, right? <laughs> Does it ever bother you, bud? What's that? Just look around. Look at all these goddamn developments. It's changed over the years. I lived in this neighborhood nearly 16 years, and you and Maggie have been here eight? Almost nine. We moved in a year and a half before Michael was born. Plenty of time to see it. 
you remember the neighborhood before it got to be so overrun? A little. My memory's a little lacking, I hate to say. Too bad. It used to be a good neighborhood. That's all these goddamn yuppies and their goddamn yuppie ways. It used to be that every house had a personality, character. Now, now it's all redundant, don't you think so? Never really thought about it, I guess. I have. Depresses the hell out of me. Here we are. Everybody talking about change and progress and renewal. I bet there's not one damn person can tell you what's been renewed or, or where the supposed progress is. And good luck finding any change that isn't us just becoming more like a bunch of goddamn robots who can't even tell one idiot from the other. Jeez, Bill, I don't know. They're just people. Come, well, come on now. now I, I look. I know. Don't let me get you down. I'm just, I'm just a mad old crank who's got too much time to think about pointless things. It's not that, Bill. I'm more disappointed that I've never thought about any of that stuff is all. Want one? Well, why not? Victory Ale. The taste of liberty. So I've heard. I tell you what. After that cranky rant, I'll let you tee off first to make up for it. Hell, <laughs> you might not get another chance to start a hole. You're probably right on that account. Now, remember to keep your back straight. It might not feel natural at first. You'll add a good bit of distance. You'll see. There you go. That was a nice drive. What'd I tell you? I bet that was at least 250. You really got a hold of that one. It's all in the follow-through. Believe that. So you're one over, right? Mm, two, unfortunately. Oh, you win some, you lose some. Ready for another victory? This one's to a life of leisure. I'd give anything to do this every day. What do you say, Bill? Is retirement all it's cracked up to be? It's all right, I guess. And there is the fact that I can come out here almost any time I want to. There's also the fact that I don't have to answer to some tyrant of a boss, but... Sometimes the lack of routine drives you crazy. It just ain't meant to be for a man to have too much time on his hands. In all seriousness, bud, there's little point in thinking too much. That's why I miss having Annie around. At least she kept me busy with all her little projects. That was a shame, Bill. Annie was a great woman. We all miss her. Of course she's missed. Don't know if she was great. She meant well. At least she was mine. Hell, who am I kidding? She was goddamn demanding. It's strange, but the nagging's what I miss the most. Well, Bill, I'm just... Oh, you you don't have to say anything, Jerry. I ain't looking for any condolences. I've had all the goddamn sorry bills I can take. Comes to a point where it doesn't mean a thing and surely doesn't make me feel any better. It's just life. To change the subject for a moment, uh, I gotta get something off my chest. Hmm, yeah, and what's that? Well, I guess I'll just have to come out and say it. I hate that goddamn dog of yours. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, don't pretend you don't know. What else would you let that little yapping bastard out while I'm reading my paper on the porch? Because if I don't, he'll piss all over. That little rat's got a bladder like a thimble. <laughs> don't bullshit a bullshitter, bud. I don't take it personally. There's just no denying that you know what you're doing. 
I know about your other little secret, too. And what's that? What? Are you going to make me come out and say it? Since I have no idea what you're talking about, I guess so. All right, then. I know you've been sneaking out. I've seen you do it. I watched you sneak off last night. I think you might be mistaken. I get it, I get it. No one likes to get caught. I ain't judging you, bud. Look, when I was your age, I had this little brunette on the side. Snuck out about twice a month. (laughs) No one's innocent. Did Annie ever know? Oh, who knows? If she did, she never said anything. There were times I'd catch her giving me a look, but never once did she accuse me of anything. I don't know what I would have said if she did. Way past too late now. One more hole. What do you say you start us off? See? It's only 2.30. Just like I said. Never doubted you, Bill. Not trying to ride a raw nerve, but I'm just dying to ask. How pissed do you think Maggie'd be if she found out about your sneaking off? Bill, I think you're seriously confused about something here. Fine. Right to privacy and all that. Well, never mind me then. I had fun, Jerry. We should do it again. Of course, Bill. Definitely. I'll see you later. Oh, and don't worry. Your secret's safe with me! Chase has been playing exceptionally well. He's birdied the last three holes, which brings him to six under par. Only two shots behind Metacom Open scoreboard leader Tom Shanty. Travis McCooley is lining up. He's looking Damn it! Hi, Daddy. How was the mall, Michael? Mom bought me an action figure because I was good. Really? Yes, he was really well-behaved. Didn't complain even once. I got to go to the arcade, too. Now I'm jealous. Michael, can you go put your things away for me? Okay. Thank you. And how was your mother? Good. She's a little stressed about Mindy's wedding. But other than that, fine. And how was your day? Good. Laundry is just about done. Wow. Even found time to go golfing. With Bill of all people. Really? And how was that? You know Bill. Kind of a know-it-all. But for the most part, it was fun. He means well. I just think he's lonely. I mean, Annie and him were nearly inseparable. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to make sure Michael's putting his things away. You going to get ready soon? I'll be up shortly. Love you. Visit my website. I am a lawyer-philmullenstein.org. I am waiting at the computer for your special visit right now. Phil Mullenstein is not a lawyer. Oh, come on! Jerry. Jerry! What? what? Come on, wake up, you fell asleep. You need to get ready, we're running behind enough as it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all all right. 
Hi, Hillary. That sure is a cute outfit you have. <laughs> Thanks, Mrs. Maggard. Michael, Hillary's here. Hillary. Hi, Michael. Is your dad almost ready? Ah, uh, I don't know. Jerry, are you coming? Be right down. There's ice cream in the freezer. He can have some after he's finished his supper. Other than that, it's the same as always. Here's soda and chips for you, and here's money for pizza. And you have our numbers? Yep. Oh, and if you could let Lisbon out, you'd be a lifesaver. Of course. You look nice, dear. Thanks. You ready? Whenever you are. Okay, then. Bye, Michael. We love you. Love you. Be good for Hillary, okay? I will. Bye. You look stunning. Oh, this? I saw it on sale today. You might even upstage Pete's wife. Not unless I show up in lingerie. She really isn't much for subtlety, is she? She still thinks she's in her 20s. I'd hate to tell her otherwise. Makes you wonder if any of these people realize how they appear to everyone else. Jerry Maggard, when did you become such a malcontent? Oh, looky. Here we are. Happy faces, everybody. Oh, my God. Look, if it isn't Maggie and Jerry. Hi, Judy. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I tried to stop having birthdays a long time ago, but you know how that goes. <laughs> come in, come in. Thank you. How are you, Jerry? Great. You know, we were just talking about how great it is to have a reason to come on over here and see you folks and maybe have a little, uh, you know, swing-a-ding-ding. 11.45. Jerry sat in the back of the living room watching the dozen or so familiar faces mingle. He thought back to Bill's observations. He watched quietly as Harry Keller told Doug Schroeder an especially offensive joke. All the while, Tim Bruggen stood behind them, laughing too loudly and desperately trying to be included in their conversation. Earlier, the whispers in the room had questioned Tim's motives for being there. Most of the voices believed he had shown up hoping to run into Gail, his ex-wife and Judy's best friend. Gail, however, was nowhere to be found. Jerry suspected she had been given a warning to his presence. Jerry chuckled to himself, remembering the last argument the couple had six months ago at Eric and Janice's fall bash. Jerry turned to the kitchen. There he found the women lording over the remaining wine while sharing gossip with catty smiles and slight winks. He watched for a moment, noting their body language. He swore he could see the jealousy and contempt hidden just beneath the surface. Showing itself as an aching grin or an uncomfortable hook. Maggie waved, diverting his attention briefly. Jerry returned the gesture, then pointed to his watch. She flashed two open hands. Jerry nodded in truce and then went back to watching the dry comedy unfold. Bye, guys. We had a lovely time. Thanks for coming. Our pleasure. Be safe. Hey, Jerry, what do you say to uh, racquetball on Wednesday, huh? Only if you feel like getting beat. <laughs> Don't get too cocky. I've been practicing with Gil. My backhand has come a long way, buddy. Looking forward to it. 
Bye, Phil. Goodbye, Judy. See? That wasn't so bad, was it? Yeah. We should do it every weekend. Did you see that Tim was there? How creepy was that? Thank God Gail was nowhere to be seen. You know, I actually felt a little bad for him. Ew. Why? I don't think that guy's ever fit in. Don't you think it's got to be pretty lonely? There's a reason he doesn't fit in. He's a creep. I guess. Still, it must be fairly exhausting always being the stranger. Aw, my little creep has found a friend. Hey, Hillary, we're home. Um, sorry, I fell asleep. That's okay, honey. I'm going to go check on Michael. I'll be up in a few minutes. Michael hummed in his sleep, stirring only slightly as if reacting to his father's presence. Jerry walked over and patted him gently on the head. So, what do you say, Mr. Maggard? You up for it tonight? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? (laughs) Maggie had been asleep for over an hour. He reached for the radio. So, when did you figure it out? We've always known. And now what? I did my job. Now we changed the game. And me? It's nothing personal. It's always personal. <laughs> 